Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good evening. Happy Monday, everybody. Today we are talking about getting in control of your to-do list. Oh yeah. Yeah. If the to-do list makes you want to shiver, then uh, keep listening. Don't get out of the car. <laughs> Stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. You're going to want to know. This is Alexis Robin, local life and business coach with Nourish Life and Business Coaching, with my friend and co-host, Jennifer Scanio from KTHO. So uh, many of us, I would say, uh, I could say, yeah, many of us, I, w- I don't know if I'd say most, but we struggle with the old to-do list. And uh. when things are not so busy, it's not so bad. But when things start to pile on, like they do, uh, it starts to get very stressful. That's right. When they pile, they pile. They pile. And then what happens? I know what happens to me. I think you get this feeling overwhelmed and you don't know what to start. Yeah, you well, get overwhelmed. You don't know where to start. Um, sometimes, I, self-admittedly, things slip through the cracks. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's the worst feeling ever. Yep. I just hate myself when things slip through the cracks. And yeah. so... Um, Despite all of the uh, all the things we try to do, when it starts to pile on, that anxiety puts us into a place of narrow focus, and then we miss stuff because we're just you know we've really narrowed down our focus and we start to miss things. And so, um, so what we want to try and do is get in control of that, and not in a control freak kind of way, but just to you know to get a handle on it so we can calm down a little bit, yeah, and we can breathe and we can start making progress, right? And so. The first thing that you can do to get in control of all the stuff on your list is that ditch the list and do a mind sweep. Now, mind sweep is one of my very favorite tools. I talk about it a lot. And it's basically where you put down on a piece of paper every single thing that's going on in your mind in no particular order. Personal, professional, doesn't matter. You can separate it. Sometimes I do two separate columns where I have business and I have personal. Because you know when you start brainstorming what you have to do for work, that the card you're supposed to send for your mom's birthday comes up, getting your kids an orthodontist appointment comes up, like all the stuff that you need to take care of at home uh-huh. comes up as well. Uh-huh. And if you ignore those and you don't write them down, then what they do is they basically take up your mental bandwidth. I don't have much to start with, so. Right? So if you don't yeah. have much to start with, you're going to want to have. has not made it to Tahoe. Right. You're going to want to have, you're going to want to be conscientious about how many uh, sessions you have open at the same time. So when you do a mind sweep, you can do it in a couple different ways. You can either, um, again, make a list, but resist the urge to prioritize. Just throw everything on the paper and give yourself like a good 20 minutes uh-huh. of quiet time with nothing else going on to just start writing. And then you keep your mind sweep as you um, as you go to the next step because it's a safe place. It's like a locker, a storage for all of your thoughts and everything that needs to get done. And once it's in a safe place on a piece of paper, then you don't have to worry about forgetting it because you've got it in a place where you can review it daily and go, okay, what on this whole list of stuff needs to come out for today? Uh-huh. And so, um, so once I find that... Just the act of getting all of the things that I've got going on down on paper uh-huh. calms me down hugely. Before be I do anything, does. before I check a darn thing off my list, just calming down and getting it all on paper, it's like, okay, now I know what has to be done. Yeah, it, it does that for me too. Just right? having, a, yeah, now, now you can see it. Yeah, now the other thing is, is you keep it in your um, purse or your pocket or on your iPhone And uh, a lot of times what I'll do, last night I was just drifting off to sleep. And right as I'm, like, starting to fall asleep, the old anxiety spiked up. 
oh, don't forget, you got to ask about this. Oh, don't forget, you need to get shots for Thailand. Oh, don't forget, you need to, you know, star student tomorrow. You got to be at school at a certain time. You know, and all of a sudden I started getting anxious. And it's 1030 at night. I want to be relaxing and going to sleep. So I roll over, I grab my iPhone, I open up my note page, and I write down the three things that came up. I put them there safely. I go to sleep. I don't worry about them. And then when I wake up this morning, the first thing I did, well, it wasn't the very first thing, but I looked on there and I went, okay, what did I write down last night that I had to do? Oh, yes. And I've already taken care of one of them while I was, you know, waiting five minutes due to technical stuff. Stuff. We had to, you know, do some stuff on the computer. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take care of this because it was top of mind. It was on my list. Um, So being able to get it out of your head and onto paper allows your head to be free and relaxed. Right? Yep. Now, once you have that clear space and that space to think, you can actually start to strategize. And there's a few ways you can strategize. The first thing you do when you look at your mind sweep is you prioritize your big projects. Uh huh. So you look on there and you say, okay, like what are the kind of big giant things standing out to me here? And it might be four or five or ten. But, you know, there are some big things that need to happen. So you circle those first and you figure out, like, okay, these are my big projects. And then you might have a separate list that just says projects. And as you get those done, you go, you think, okay, that's good. Now I have my projects. Then you want to identify, like, how much time are these all going to take and what are their due dates? All right? So now I have all my projects kind of, I've weaned them out of this big list and I put them separate and I think, okay, well, how, how much time do all these need? Well, one needs like a half an hour. The other might need like five days, right? And one's due, I have to have it done by the end of today. So that's obviously going to go right up to the top sure. of my priority, even if it takes less time than some of the others because it has to be done today. Yeah. So now I know where to start, right? I don't want to start on something else that feels like it's important and then realize with an hour left in the day that I had to get this thing done and then do a crummy job yeah because that causes a lot of stress too so you want to look at your big projects and then identify how much time they'll take and what their due dates are and this way you can um this way you can get them into a prioritized list right so now you have your five projects your 10 projects and you've got like okay here's the first one second one third one fourth one like here's what I've got to do now The risk of putting projects on your to-do list is that projects are multi-step things, right? So oftentimes we'll put a project on our to-do list, but there's about 10 steps that need to happen before we can cross it off. So it doesn't make you feel like you're making any progress because you keep doing things, but you still can't cross it off. Yeah. So the key with that, and this is um, this is adapted from David Allen's book, Getting Things Done, which is a fantastic time management program. It's incredibly intense and detailed. So for me, like I took the elements I really loved, and I figured like later on, once I've mastered these elements, then I can dive into the rest. But for now, it's the mind sweep and the task prioritization. Yeah. Right. So, but if you if you like this and you want to know more, you can check that out. David Allen, Getting Things Done. Um, But then you look at your big projects and you identify what's the very next step I have to take on this project, right? So if you're planning a wedding, you might have on your list like plan wedding, right? (laughs) That's a bad idea. Well, that's not a good way to put it. No, yeah. But you might have under there like plan wedding and then you might have step one, research florist. Step two, set date or maybe... You flip flop that, but yeah, most of the day first, yeah. But the point is, is you want to know what's your very next step. Find now, fiance. Now yeah. you might say, right, find fiance. Yes. You might say set date, but there may be something you even need to do before you can set the date. Yeah, find the fiance. Like find a fiance. <laughs> so, um, 
So you want to be. You'll have to do that first, and you'll know that you have put a. There's something missing in your very next step. If when you look at your very next step, you feel stressed out, right? So if you okay. if you have a project and you say, okay, my I've identified my next step. It's reach out to florists. And then you realize that, no, identifying the date was actually what you needed to do first. Because when you call the florist, they need to be able to tell you if they're available or not. You know, you might feel stressed out. So anytime you look at your very next step feeling stressed, you ask yourself, what do I need to do before I can do this? And if the answer is nothing, then you've got the right next step. But generally, nine times out of ten, you'll say, oh, well, I need to call so-and-so first. Yeah. Or I need to ask so-and-so. Or I need to figure out what my budget is. Or I need to what have you. But the key is get back to the very, very next step. Now, sometimes the very, very next step is something so easy that you might want to put the next two steps. Oh, right. Okay. So then you can say, okay, well, I've got a half an hour. I can knock this one out in 10 minutes. And then after that, I can use the next 20 minutes to do the next step. And then you can make some real progress towards your end result. But that's, uh, that's step four is you want to identify your next steps. Now, um, now you want to go back and you want to circle the stuff that you can farm out. Oh. Or you want to star it or you want to highlight it, whatever you want to do. But you want to look at stuff and say, okay, is there anything on my list that I could delegate or that I could pay someone to do? Right? So now, in, back in the day when I was a manager, I was able to delegate. Now I work for myself. There's nobody to not, delegate not to except for my going. seven-year-olds. And they're like, uh, no, <laughs> I can't do it. So, so then I think, well, who could I pay to do this? But you've tried. But I've tried. Right, like who could I who could I pay to um, to help me with this? And then you know maybe it's accounting. Okay, well I could hire a CPA to do my taxes. Yes, check. I have a great CPA. I love him, Billy Hayes. You know him? I don't think so. Oh, he's fantastic. He's my, he saves my life because he knows all the stuff I don't know. Yeah, well, and that's, that's a job. totally great investment. Could I do it myself and save the fees? Absolutely. But would it take me forever? And would I probably mess it up? Yeah. So you recognize what can you farm out? What can you get rid of? What can you get off your plate and pay someone else to do? And there's now a bunch of online services you can do this. Uh You can like farm it out across the country or the globe, right? Like who wants to bid on this? And somebody will say, I'll do it for eight bucks an hour. Great. (laughs) Right. So you can farm that out or put it on Craigslist or ask a friend. I mean, however you're going to do that. And then finally, you want to start executing. Right, So you've defined what needs to be done by using a mind sweep. You've put it all on the paper. You've identified and prioritized your big projects. You've figured out how much time they're going to take and what the due dates are. You've identified the very next step for each project, and in some cases the next two steps, if that's how you roll because you're a high achiever. And then you circle what you can farm out. Get rid of, you know, it's anything you can get off your plate, you get off your plate. And then you execute. You get to work. Now you've got a list. You've got it organized. You know where to start. You know what needs to be done. And it's, you know, there's the saying in NASCAR racing that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And the reality is is if you take the time, if you take a half an hour, 40 minutes to mind sweep, get everything prioritized, get your list in order, then you can run through checking that list off. Yeah. If you don't, you get halfway through a project and go, oh, I have this due tonight. I've got to scrap this project and start something else. And so it's the equivalent of running, tripping, running, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> getting up. Right. So, um, so half of getting stuff done is strategizing and being intentional about what you do first and how you do it. 
And then the other piece of feeling a sense of calm around having a lot of things to do is to really get clear on what you have to do, how much is on your to-do list, and getting being able to see it all in one place, and then figuring out how much time you have to do it and where you should start. And once you have all that, it's a lot easier and a lot more relaxing process to start executing on your stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that, it's very stressful because you're anxious. You don't you don't quite know how much is on your plate. You don't yeah. know what's going to perk up. You've forgotten about something that might be due tomorrow. Yeah. And that is where the anxiety and stress comes in. So if you want a peaceful life and you still have tons to do, get in control of it using this method. I like it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go do it today. <laughs> right after the show. I do a lot, of, a lot of mind sweeping and lists. I do too. I do. And it feels great. It so highly it's recommend. A great feeling crossing stuff off too. Yeah, absolutely. So we look forward to talking to you next Monday. And if you haven't been on the Nourish Life Coaching website yet to check out the French Retreat. Check it out. Check it out. It is fabulous. It's going to be six nights, seven days in a chateau in Provence. We are going to be doing uh, a metaphor of a garden and talking about where, uh, how to live your life in full bloom. And it's in June 22nd through the 29th, and it's going to be awesome. So hope to see you there. Fun stuff. Yeah, nourishlifecoaching.com. Check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. As Thanks, always. Jen. As always, let's go get in control of our to-do list. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll be back next week with The Bright Side. Yep. Same time, same place. You're listening to K Tahoe.